Hi, thanks so much for tuning in to Mom Boss Chronicles. My name is Jen. This is Sue. And this is Danielle. We are three moms that work together in real estate and are good friends and here to talk to you about fun topics, the good, the bad, the ugly of mom struggles, real estate, and other fun stuff. So make sure to subscribe to listen to more. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. We um, have a very special topic. We're going to be covering postpartum depression and anxiety today, which is something that's very close to my heart. Um, And we also have a special guest here today, my good friend, Carolyn Stack. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Hi. (laughs) Carolyn works at the Perinatal Mood and Anxiety Disorder Program at Monmouth Medical Center. It's a mouthful, so I had to write it down. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) She's the nurse intake coordinator. So we're going to just quickly jump over to Jen. We're going to quickly touch on the three of our stories and then go back to Carolyn and really dive into this topic. Sounds good. So I um, have two children. This is Jen speaking. I have two kids. I have a seven-year-old and I have a two-year-old and I had very different experiences with each child. With my first child, I had a boy. I remember being pregnant and just being anxious. I think when you go from zero kids to one, it's like a huge identity shift. So I just remember even being pregnant and being anxious about it. And then he was born and I definitely had my anxiety went high. And when I think of postpartum, I didn't know what I was experiencing. I just knew I was anxious. And it wasn't until he was probably like seven or eight months that I was like, I need help. Mm. And I was able to reach out through my health insurance. They were able to hook me up with a therapist and talking to somebody one-on-one was really, really helpful. And I realized it was anxiety. And once I was able to identify it, it kind of helped me calm down and like talk myself off the ledge. And also what helped me, thank God for mom groups, I I went to two. I went to two mom groups and they were amazing. Just being around other moms was amazing. So with my son, I definitely had a lot of anxiety when I was pregnant and when he was born. And then five years went by and it, and then I adjusted to motherhood great. And then five years went by and I didn't have another child. And then I got pregnant with my daughter and I remember being nervous when I was pregnant with her too. I was like, is this gonna happen again? But I didn't have that much anxiety, I guess, cause I had already one. When she was born, I remember thinking, okay, it's gonna kick in, I'm gonna get anxious. I'm, ner- I'm nervous for what's about to come. My world's about to shift. But I have to say, thank God with her, I just fell into it. That's great. Yeah, I was really lucky. I fell into it. And I didn't have that anxiety. I didn't have depression. So crazy, right? Mm. Same person, completely different experiences. Yeah. Obviously, I had the normal mom like, oh, my God, I want to pull my hair out. I have two kids now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I need to shower. <laughs> but I was able to take it in stride. And I was able to enjoy her and totally different experience. So just wild how that can happen. Mm-hmm. What, um, what anxiety, like in, in your anxieties with Hunter, like what? specifically did you kind of experience you know to kind of help our oh my god I would google everything I remember Um, staying up to like 12 2 in the morning googling he's crying too much or is this normal or my hair is falling I was obsessed with every little thing Mm -hmm. and just googling and wanting to find answers staying up couldn't sleep like insomnia probably being really snarky my husband I'm sure would tell you that that year was on edge yeah like definitely on edge just irritable very when you went to therapy, what were, like, were there tactics that they... They were, yeah. So I remember her, like, she'd be like, give me an incident, you know, that you're thinking of. And then I would tell her, and she's like, okay, so obviously, logically, you're overthinking it or logically, but you're not thinking logically because you're right. in, fright, you know, flight or fright mode. Mm-hmm. So you have to identify when these moments are happening, take a breath. Like, and that definitely helped. Like, when I would see myself getting to the edge, I'm like, take a breath. 
there's a logical like you know he's a child or you know he's I'm feeling this way because I just had a baby once I was able to be like you know what this is all normal right I just had a baby my hormones are crazy and I was able to identify that this was a logical imbalance in my life I'm going from zero to child children to one and you're throwing them in the mix of course you're gonna have moments mm-hmm. of wanting to cry mm-hmm. so yeah. once I realized that's l- like a logical experience and reaction then I was able to take a breath and then respond better that's great yeah so Sue you have a yeah. five-year-old yeah <laughs> how <laughs> it feels like since yesterday <laughs> I, right four. it goes and, so uh, fast you know I have to say uh, randomly it was a vendor that I worked with at the time she had just come back from maternity leave as I was getting ready to leave, you know, to have my child. And she's like, I'm just going to tell you the truth. The first year is really, really hard. She's like, I struggled. I really struggled. Mm-hmm. And no one really talks about that enough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. what is she talking about? Like, no one else has told yeah. me that. Oh. My, my best friends haven't even, like, said that, you yeah. know. And, like, I didn't hear anybody really talking so much about postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And so, you know. That was kind of swept away, Yeah, right? I don't. Yeah. I don't who knows like so anyhow I have you know I have my son and it was a a easy pregnancy an easy pregnancy with him easy birth you know everything coming home but really it's I think when you're in it you don't necessarily understand what you're feeling or going through or like and your whole world is turned upside down especially with the first child that like it wasn't until after like I cut I caught my breath that Mm -hmm. I looked back and I was like holy shit like I was really not well I mean there were definitely times especially like you know you're sleep deprived your hormones are all over the place but like I'm angry I was angry Mm -hmm. like I didn't feel anxious I felt angry Angry. you know especially like when he wouldn't fall asleep right away it was like I just need a minute Uh you know like Mm -hmm. I felt like like I couldn't totally and I couldn't like rein it back in And I was also annoyed with my husband, mm-hmm. you know, because he also didn't help as much oh as I God. wanted him to. So I think, you know, sometimes a lot of the stuff compounds. And so, you know, probably, but but that aside, I really did feel like it took a full year and maybe even a little bit beyond, but definitely a full year to feel somewhat like myself yeah. again, yeah. to feel like I could balance my thought process you know and I was also like you I gained so much weight so it's like you know you're you're loathing yourself mm-hmm. on top of it all you're like oh his body's disgusting mm-hmm. and no n- you're not taking into the fact that you built a human right. you yes. know mm-hmm. you know so it's like the self-loathing mm-hmm. you know your life's turned upside down mm-hmm. your identity's changed mm-hmm. like your hormones are crazy you're not getting the support and help like my mom had passed away mm-hmm. you know a year a, a year or two before I had him so like you know the, those most people like have their moms yeah. to help them yeah. out yeah. and stuff like that so I was lacking all that stuff yeah. but um you know it just took a while for me to regulate so I didn't end up going to get help um in hindsight I should mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. you know but I think I was just kind of like in the mix in that I didn't really you were just going through the motions I was going through yeah. the motions and yeah. I wasn't you know and, and you know it's not my husband didn't sit me down one day I was like dude you okay you know like it just we just went through the motions and eventually you know it dissipated did your friends notice that mm, you were struggling not really I think you know for me my maternity leave um where I current when I where I worked at the time was six months Mm. so and I felt like I was in a little bit of a bubble Mm -hmm. so it was just me and Michael mostly and then Mike you know my my husband at the time um as well so I don't know. I wasn't around yeah. friends a whole heck of a lot. So you were just no living one. in your world. Yeah. 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 In a little bubble. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's everyone's experience is different, right? So, but looking back, you know, I think if, if I ever had another child, um, you know, maybe hopefully you kind of can assess that mm-hmm. as you're going through it, maybe yeah, the second time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, you know, I know some people definitely struggled a little bit more. I think you have, like, a, you have a story Yeah, um, and like you said, it's not talked about mm-hmm. enough, and it's, like, this taboo topic. And I think also people, at least before I had a baby, I thought postpartum depression meant you want to hurt your baby. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's right like or depression a, crying yeah. just yeah just crying yeah. yeah yeah and I so my son who's almost eight I was a single mom it was not in, like the ideal situation by any means mm-hmm. and I think that also you know played a, a role in all of this so yeah. I just remember it's I still feel horrible saying this out loud but I think it's important to say because mm-hmm. it's a normal feeling for some women I remember looking at my baby and being like, I love you so much, but I wish I didn't do this. And I did not want to hurt him. Mm -hmm. I never had any of those thoughts ever. But it was like an, oh, shit, what did I do? Yeah, what did I do? I made a mistake. Yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was so overprotective. And so it's Mm -hmm. like this, none of it makes any sense, of course. And I was very depressed and anxious and all the all the things. So my sister-in-law, I remember her saying, like, you should call this number it wasn't the mammoth medical yeah. program it was through riverview and i don't know how i googled something and yeah. whatever it was the universe brought me to yeah. mammoth medical center yeah. that's awesome which um, lisa mm-hmm. amazing lisa mm-hmm. was running the still runs the program yeah and um she's also a nurse and at the time we were in this tiny little room in mammoth mm-hmm. medical center that's where i met carolyn uh-huh. she was I don't know if you want to call your, us patients, but yeah. we attended we the group there. Moms yeah. The program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's how I met Carolyn. And it was just, we went to the group that they ran once a week. They also mm-hmm. offered therapy mm-hmm. and, you know, stuff like that. But it was just an amazing group of women. Everyone had a different story, different right. feelings, mm-hmm. different, you know, everything was different, but our children were around the same age, which was great too. Mm-hmm. And it just totally changed everything for me. I went every- How old was your- was Dylan was, I think he was three weeks old. Wow. You started coming really early. Yeah, and yeah. immediately. It's good that, that you recognized And that your sister-in-law did. Yeah. Well, yeah, amazing. I'm like, if yeah. she didn't say anything, God knows how long it would have taken yes. me to right. get help. That's um, amazing to have that support. Yeah, yeah. it totally, like, turned everything around mm-hmm. and I like lived for Thursdays yeah. it was looking forward to that Did your mind Thursday. Shift? totally That's and awesome. we all became really close friends and we mm-hmm. would go out to lunch and this and that and mm-hmm. just to know that other people were going mm-hmm. through that is such right. a huge thing and right before we started recording today Sue read some not some stat it was like six to twenty percent of women mm-hmm. are affected by postpartum and that just seems so low mm-hmm. and i'm yeah. sure it's because a lot of women don't right. get help so these numbers aren't they're being, not reporting right. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's just so sad and awful and i think probably most women have some sort of feeling right. like to just slip into motherhood and be okay. at, like what you see on instagram yeah. is total bullshit yes. and it sucks that it's portrayed that way, but <clears throat> yeah. Long story. That was my story, but also actually, my <laughs> Carolyn, I can't, I'm so crazy. So <laughs> I have my. I also have a two year old. Uh-huh. Also, the whole time I was pregnant, I thought I was like 
gonna have Dying. a heart attack. Oh, like I, ha- I was like texting her, and I'm like, I need to see a cardiologist because <laughs> I was having these weird like yeah. palpitations, which I mm-hmm. still get sometimes. It was very mm-hmm. scary. It um, is scary. Yeah. yeah. Then I had like this traumatic birth. Like, yeah, I remember that. The, yes. I wasn't feeling her move, and turns out the cord was mm-hmm. wrapped around her neck four times, and it was like a pretty dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. I probably should have had a C-section, but I didn't. And She's okay. Thank God she's okay. But my doctor kept saying to me, well, if you didn't come in today, mm. this would have went a lot differently. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't stop thinking, thinking about, about that. that. And I'm like, we almost yeah. lost our baby. And did was she deprived of oxygen? Is she mm-hmm. going to be normal? And meanwhile, she's totally fine and brilliant. And mm-hmm. But again, I'm like texting Carolina. And then, uh, then it's like this... I had a five-year-old, five, right. almost six-year-old, and I'm like, oh, my God, I started – just, like, all these thoughts again. But I wouldn't say – I think it was just, like, panic for, like, a week or mm-hmm. so, and then mm-hmm. I was, like, okay. But yeah. that – also the trauma of, you know, so a lot of people Absolutely. have these traumatic birth experiences, uh-huh. yeah. and that can send you into, like – You have to process that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely had to process it. I kept crying because I'm like, my baby is so – Yeah. She... And the power of the words that that OB said, right? Like Yes. Oh, right? my God. I think that we don't realize how much weight Mm -hmm. new mothers put on what's being told to us by maybe an innocent, uh, you know, OB or a neighbor or Mm -hmm. a family member that that really triggered in you. Yeah. Right. Common can make you spiral. Yeah. 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 And I think she's trying to make me feel like a good mother. Like you saved your baby's life, but it didn't make me. It just scared me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because. Right. Yeah. That definitely could have gone. If I didn't go. to the doctor's office that day and to the hospital. Could have went different. Yeah. Thank God it didn't, but yeah, Yeah. so. So the second time around, did you go to postpartum therapies or groups? I came for a little. I went to like, I no, I didn't go to the group. I like set up an appointment with a therapist and I didn't Mm. like really jive with her. And then I just was okay. I was fine. Like, I think it, it was just all. like... And we talked about medication. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just a very anxious person yeah. in general. Same. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So taking something to curve my anxiety is yeah. like something I should just always do. Yeah. So it's, it's hard to say if it would like that was what helped or mm-hmm. I think just... I don't know. I, it just kind of, I think everything really settled. And yeah. Into I, a groove, I yeah, I got yeah. into a groove and I was like, okay, I'm okay. It, right. it, it My was, baby's okay. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely very different than mm-hmm. the first. Mm-hmm. It was not right. like that. It I remember like, when June was first born, you had texted me something like, oh my gosh, I'm like, yeah, today's so, a bad day or something. And I was, I was like, so oh. overwhelmed yeah. by the two kid mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And yeah. it was also summertime. Yeah. So my mm. son was home a lot. Ooh, and yeah. I was like, how do I manage that? Yeah, yeah. And like bringing him to camp and bringing the baby. And it was just a Cause, lot. Because he then was five. five. Yeah, yeah almost that's like six. a rambunctious. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fun. So it was just like definitely very hard and overwhelming juggling mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. things. And I was having, you know, I had a hard time. But I don't think it was as yeah. It wasn't yeah. like I I don't know that I would say it was like post. I don't know. My, yeah. I, who knows? But yeah. I still. But every experience crazy, is different, right? And yeah. that's like you know when we're hearing Jen and Sue and you talk about everything that everyone is saying falls under the umbrella of you know postpartum and perinatal, right? Because yours was also experienced during pregnancy, yeah. right? Which also sometimes people don't oh my gosh, talk I about. I never knew that perinatal right. was a thing. Yeah, right. me neither. Exactly. Because when I was going anxious and going like, getting depressed and I was pregnant, I was like, I'm 
I'm weird. Like the, I'm yeah. alone. I'm right. this feeling. Right. Because we're told this is supposed to be the happiest love. time mm-hmm. of our lives. Don't mm-hmm. you love being pregnant? Mm-hmm. Isn't it so great to you? Oh, yeah. you know, you're glowing. Da, da, da. And for a lot of women, that's not the experience, right. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and that can also start like that whole shame cycle. Mm-hmm. Right. Of why do I feel this way? I'm a bad How mother. I'm, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm a bad mom. Mm-hmm. How come I'm not enjoying this? You know, those questions of like, did I make a mistake? Mm-hmm. Do I really want to write? Like all of that stuff that we don't talk about. So that, Sometimes we then start internalizing those thoughts and it really can start to, you know, start that negative like cycle in our head. Yeah. And just to your point about the statistics, like it's so common. Oh, it's yeah. so, co- I mean, the technical statistics are one in five women, but we really feel like it's like one in three. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. I mean, and it is, and, and like you said, how I think one of you had said like, this is a huge transition, right? Like <laughs> you're going from that, yeah. your individual person to, you know, changing, you know, becoming a mother and also changes your relationship, whatever yeah. your relationship mm-hmm. is, you know, whether you're married, whether you're single, the relationship with your work, with your coworkers, mm-hmm. with your friends, Every All relationship that you have changes. Yeah. Sleep deprivation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And to, to, for us just yes. expect women to just whoop, slide yeah, right like, into yeah, that yeah. with no, you know. Especially after birth, right? Yes. Like we just right. gave birth, which is physical physically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so I think that, you know, to expect women to, to not have bumps in the road, right? You know, mm-hmm. like puts a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. us, you know. Um, and thank God for group. Like, thank God you exist. Yeah. Thank God there is places that you can go and yes. be around yes. and realize that I'm not alone. Right, yeah. right. And that's that when you talked about, you know, we you know we, we always hear the village, women should have a village. And, you know, in this day and age, a lot of women, especially in the American culture, we don't have a village. And we're taught that mm-hmm. um, we should be able to do it all, mm-hmm. right? And we should be able to do it all alone, which in a lot of other cultures, that doesn't happen. So right. for the center, for us to be able to create that village, right, of other women who, who know what you're going through and get what you're going through. And when you said, like, you know, I looked at him and I loved him, but I thought, what the hell did I just do? Mm-hmm. That's such a scary feeling to yeah. sort of verbalize. And when you see someone else say that and, and be like, oh, my God, I get that. Like, mm-hmm. I get that in my heart. Like, that's that's the and without village. feeling judged, right? Like, yes. you could say that to other moms because you know, like, I, like you're yes. not being judged by that. Yeah. A hundred percent. There's so, so much huge. power yes. in that and healing in that. Mm-hmm. You know, if like, mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm not a bad mom. Yeah. Right? Because I think whether you're depressed, whether you're anxious, whether you're angry, whether you're, you know, questioning yourself, it goes back to, I'm, am I a bad mom? Am I a good mom? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that is so, I think, really just gets down to the heart of, of, of what so many women are feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and what, what is a, a good mom, right? Yeah, what right. is a bad mom? You know, like, we have to be just the right mom for our kids, you know, and every kid totally. is different. You know? And everybody's different, right? right? So it's like, what is yeah. good for you? Right, yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. And you touched on Instagram and social media, which... Oh, yeah. Does that hurt or help? You think? I, I think it could be definitely... Hurt. I mean, everyone is just posting the yeah. best, mm-hmm. the, the, the highlight, highlight reel. reel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their life. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally BS and I think makes... Yeah people feel like shit I'll, in every like not I, just motherhood yeah, like no, yeah. a lot of things yeah. like there's this yeah. girl that I follow and she's an influencer and mm-hmm. she just had a child recently and she actually was on there and she's like she basically commented on how everyone posts the highlights yeah. you know what I'm saying and no one's really posting the real stuff that you're mm-hmm. sitting at home sometimes and you're crying yeah. as like your nipples are bleeding and yeah you know, like oh the real gosh. the real side of it and I appreciated that she 
was shedding light on that, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that, again, like, the more you talk about it, the mm-hmm. more you're going to help others, and you're going to give them a platform to come out and speak mm-hmm. about their experience as well. And, you know, and I wrote to her, I was like, I appreciate you putting this. I was like, because I'm going to tell you, like, the first year was really hard for me, and not yeah. a lot of people said that to me before. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope it's good for you, but just know, like, give give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. if the first year is hard, like, yeah. it's okay. You built a human, you know. I yes. feel like yeah. more women should say that. Like, give yourself grace, and yes. here are the resources. And like, here more are the people, resources. Like, because I remember Danielle, I think I told you somebody on social media had posted, I'm having a really, and thank God this one person did, right? I'm having a really hard time. Yeah. And I said, do you know of a place, right, Danielle? And you were like, yes, give her this information. And I did, and she ended up yeah. going, and she said, thank you, that helped me. Yeah. So I feel like telling people, give yourself grace, and if you need it, right. these organizations exist. Yep. Right. Seek them out. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. And I, and I think also it's, a lot of women, right, are focused on the birth plan and preparing mm, for baby, yeah, right? Yeah. And how is my delivery going to be? Nursery. <laughs> a nursery, yeah. a registry. Yeah. And we forget about planning for what happens to us mm-hmm. when we come home, mm-hmm. right? You know, and so shifting the conversation to what's my support when I get home? You know, who's going to be around to help me? What's the conversation I've had with my partner about how are we going to manage sleep? You know, what are we going to do when the baby wakes mm-hmm. up? You know, what if I'm really feeling like tapped out? Um, what happens when my partner goes back to work and mm-hmm. I'm home by yourself, right? Like how lonely and isolating that feels, mm-hmm, you know? Yeah. And, and you had said that you didn't think that so your friends notice. And I think a lot of times they don't because also we're putting on that front. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah, because yeah, you're posting a highlight reel. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right? So there, there is a lot of, like I said, that, you know, focusing on sometimes the – you know, excitement of baby, right? right? You know, going, remember, I remember going to Bye Bye Baby and how exciting that was, but also like being completely like not in the know of like what was coming down yes. the line, mm-hmm. right? And having those conversations, Jen, like you said, ahead of time mm-hmm. and just letting people know in a non threatening way that like, hey, this may be something that ha- happens to a lot of women and it's okay, mm-hmm. right? And here's how we can help you yeah. and how you can help yourself. And it's a part, a normal, a lot, for a lot of women, a normal part of adjusting to motherhood. Yeah, for, for me, I tell people all the time, um, the mom groups. Yeah. yeah. Like that right? really did help a lot. And I feel like if you could find a mom group, if you are a new mother, yeah. go. Yeah, yeah totally. Get Even, out of the house. Yeah. Yes. That's like Huge, the biggest right? thing, right? Yep. I would take him and walk around Target or mm-hmm. um, Babies R Us all the time I was in those two I remember stores. seeing yeah. you in Babies R Us. Oh, yeah. yes. And we <laughs> went to either. Chili's all the time. Chili's, oh, we went yeah. to Chili's. <laughs> margaritas. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Carolyn, you have yeah. two boys. Do yeah. you want to, like, tell us a little bit about your experience yeah. and then how you got into this here. role? Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. 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 So, I always say that fate brought me to where I am now. You yeah. know, I've been a nurse for almost 12 years, but I don't actually have a background in, um, you know, labor and delivery or, or maternal wellness. I am here I am because of my own, you know, experience. So, I have two boys now who are almost 10 and seven and a half. Wow. And like, uh, Danielle said, I was, you know, always have been an anxious person, you know, and so, you know, I never really, when I was thinking about becoming a mom and, and having a baby, you know, my grandfather was an OB, so I sort of grew up in this, like, really great, like, birth is amazing, and I was so <laughs> focused on birth mm-hmm. and having this amazing birth experience that I sort of completely forgot about, like I said, what happens when the baby comes home and and sort of set myself up in hindsight for, you know, we talk about expectations versus reality a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and I 
just was so focused on having this unbelievable birth experience that I really set myself up to have a lot of disappointment, you know, and and anxiety because like a lot of women, my birth did not go as planned. Mm -hmm, You know, we can't control. Because you're so fixated on this. Exactly. Exactly. So I always say that that was sort of really, I think, the start of things for me. I don't remember being super anxious during my pregnancy. I, you know, I remember my first, my pregnancy was pretty easygoing, you know, thankfully, you know, and not a lot of women don't experience that. But I was like really excited. And I, and I remember like feeling, you know, maybe at the end, a little anxiety about like my dog, right? Because, you know, when you're like, <laughs> oh my God, right? Yes, your dogs yes. are like your like, baby. What, what if they don't jive? What if, they, yeah, exactly. Gotta give the kid back. Yes. Sorry. Right. And I, I remember like telling my doula, who's going to, what, what's going to happen to the dog when I go uh-huh. to the hospital? You know, and she was so kind. And like, now I'm thinking like, geez, that was like really, like, <laughs> you know. Well, you're not alone. Yeah, you're crazy. not alone. Right. Trust exactly. Me. So I had, unfortunately, a very different birth than I had, you know, really set myself up for. I wanted a natural birth. I wanted a water birth. I wanted, you know, no medication. Right. And again, when we talk about expectations for women, there's certain things that we say and we don't realize. Right. And one of them I think is, oh, this sort of, oh, you had an epidural. Oh, I did I it naturally. Oh, I know. It's yeah. ridiculous. You know, and, and now when I hear, I was one of those. Mm. I was and the undertones, right? Like you could pick up on the undertone. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 And even now when I ask women those questions, I hear it. So one of the questions I ask when I do the intake at, at work is, did you have a vaginal or a C-section? And sometimes women will say, well, I had a C-section. It was natural. It was it was natural. You know, and, and, and again, like, right, you're saying like the undertones mm-hmm. of like, Birth is birth, right? right? Mm-hmm. You got this baby here. Right. Whether healthy. it comes yeah. out the door yeah. or out the window. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I had one both ways. Yeah. You know? That's great. Um, you know, we're still becoming a mom, and it's still a really life-changing experience. So, you know, those undertones can be more harmful than we realize, mm-hmm. you know? So I did. I ended up um, having the exact opposite birth of what I wanted. I ended up having to get an epidural. I did end up having the, the, the baby vaginally, but to my detriment, I mean, I was exhausted physically. Mm-hmm. And mentally, I uh, probably would have been better off with a C-section, but it was so ingrained in my head. I needed to deliver mm-hmm. naturally, right? You know, um, vaginally that I was I was a mess. He came out and he was, you know, blue and, mm-hmm. and traumatic. And I just felt numb, you know, yeah. like I had labored for almost like two days wow. you know, I was in the hospital. And I really just remember like thinking and, and because I had to push for so long, they had to bring, you know, the RNC team in. And I thinking, I remember thinking right away, like, Oh my God! Did I kill my baby? Did mm. my own desires of having this kind of birth de- actually was like detrimental to my baby? And then it sort of spiraled from there. I, again, just sort of like the expectations. I was really hell bent on another thing we hear a lot of time that is devices to women breastfeeding. Mm. Right? Breast mm. is breast is best. And I think since ten almost ten years ago now, we've gotten better about that conversation mm-hmm. of fed as best and mm-hmm. who the hell cares. Yes. How you feed your baby, uh, right? There, I was. Were yeah. you? Yeah. I tried so hard, and I just wasn't like. Yeah. Baby, and there was just a day I'm crying, baby's crying, crying. and then yeah. like my husband's like, I'm going to get formula yes. enough. I can't listen. And to I've had of you both experiences. I breastfed my son till he was two, and yeah. my daughter, I couldn't. She had a severe allergy, and yeah. I stopped when she was three months. So I, yeah, yeah and I'm grateful that I yeah. have, was able to have either experience. Right. I remember like right. either just option. Real quick, and the mom groups like there was a breastfeeding one I followed, and yeah. I stopped following it after like one woman's like, my child's not thriving, but mm. I refuse to stop mm. trying, and it's like. No, you yeah. you're starving your, yeah. baby. your baby. Like that's right. crazy. Yes. You know, listen, I, yeah. I give anyone right. credit. Like try your best, yeah. but like your right. kids not that, thriving. You know, we, we fix on to different things. Yeah. And again, talking about those, you know, the the whole movement of breast is best really set a lot of women up for a lot of 
emotional distress and also children, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's a real thing. We have children who go into the hospitals failure to thrive because women refuse to give their kids formula their baby's formula because they have believed that this is the only way that I can do things. Mm -hmm. It's that really rigid thinking. And you're right, it really can start, you know, again, that having, you know, even the words we use medically, failure to thrive, Uh failure to breastfeed, um, failure to progress in labor, right? Like, no wonder women are thinking they're failures. We're just saying all the time, failure, failure, failure. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the breastfeeding, I mean, huge. Absolutely huge as far as like starting the, I would say like starting the train on the path of, you know, depression, anxiety, anger, rage, you know, when we have that experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you remember that day like so I vividly, do. right? Very vividly. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, so you had the hard delivery and yes, the. Yes. And the fa- um, failure, right? Wow. To, to breastfeed. And then, and then it was just like, that was it. Yeah, that was like oh. enough for and me first to time just. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so it just. That constant, I sort of like you, I started really worrying all the time mm-hmm. about everything. Um, uh, having these horrible visions of things happening to to the baby, to myself. We call those intrusive thoughts, mm-hmm. which are really common with postpartum anxiety. It's actually really common even with new mothers. About 90% of new moms have intrusive thoughts. But women who aren't dealing with anxiety, they're able to sort of have the thought come into their head and then let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm sure we've had all had that vision of, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, what if I walk down the stairs and drop yes. the baby? Oh my like, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's so. Yes. And your heart could drop. Yeah. 100%. Like, oh, yeah. It, it's, it happens every, even, you know, men, everybody experiences yeah. what we call intrusive thoughts. What happens when we're also dealing with postpartum anxieties, we can't get rid of those right. intrusive thoughts. And those thoughts are going to repeat. Exactly. Obsess about it. You obsess about it and you're playing it over mm-hmm. and over and over again until we stop doing things. Yeah. We, we start avoiding maybe um, going in the car. We start avoiding. For me, I was terrified that my um, baby was going to drown. And so mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. I was terrified to give him a bath. So wow. I, I adjusted by taking him in the shower, mm. you know, and I, and in my head, you know, I was like, Oh, this is fine. Da, da, da. And I was terrified um, to, to give him a bath. And I remember the first time that I actually did, I had started going to the, to the program. I was in therapy. I was going to group. And at that point in time, I actually had two kids because very quickly after finally getting help, I realized I was pregnant again. Wow. So I was so grateful that I was finally had found my way to the, to the program at my own hospital, which I didn't at the time even know existed. That's wild. And I think that um, maybe it was Danielle or Sue who mentioned, like, I didn't realize that postpartum anxiety, right, and irritability and rage was a thing. I thought it was just... Mm-hmm. I was I wanted to hurt myself right. or hurt my baby, right. so I didn't get help. Right, so I think that. How long did you wait the first time? Oh my time? gosh, like nine months. Wow, so I you went really through nine struggled. months of struggling. Yeah, I really wow. struggled because in my head I just kept thinking, "Well, I don't want to hurt my baby." Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm the opposite. I'm yeah. terrified of my baby mm-hmm. getting, getting hurt. Yeah. Right. You know, um, I'm terrified of myself. Same those same thoughts of am I dying, mm-hmm. having panic attacks, which feels mm-hmm. so real and so scary. Right, and you do like you're saying, I need to go to a cardiologist. We have women who come to the emergency room all the time, really thinking that they're having a heart attack, they're having panic attacks, yeah. you know? Yeah. But that feels so real to, yeah. To, yeah. to women. So I did. I struggled with that for so many months because I just kept thinking, I, well, I don't want to hurt myself. I, I don't feel suicidal. I love my baby. I love my baby so much. I'm terrified of something happening to him. So I didn't get help. And it was finally my manager at work was like, you are not okay. I really mm. like, and this is what happens when we don't get help. You know, things sort of start to bubble over, yeah. right? So it started to bubble over into my job and my work. And I was crying a lot at work and just like my relationship was suffering I was so irritable and snappy and on edge and and rage sometimes like I'm really like even keeled like go you know 
always in a good mood person and I would burst, you know, have outbursts of anger out of nowhere. And like, my husband's like, this is not you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know what it was. I knew yeah. that I wasn't okay, but I just didn't know what it was. And I didn't know postpartum anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And intrusive thoughts and, and all that stuff was a thing, you know? And, and I always think to myself, and I was a nurse, right? Like, so if we're not, you know, like... <clears throat> You're in the medical world. Right, yes, exactly. I so I did. I finally, I, luckily my manager sent me to the program at work, which I didn't even know existed. And I remember the first day just sobbing. Was it a therapy session or a support yeah. group? Okay. Yeah, it was a therapy session. I met with our director, Lisa, like Danielle said, yeah. who's just like, and she just was like, you're okay, you're, yeah. and you're gonna be okay. And like what you're fe- experiencing is normal. And just having someone say those words yeah. is so yeah. Validate, to yes. somebody to validate. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you yeah. see me? Yes. You understand you me? you see me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and then, like I said, I f- quickly thereafter found out I was pregnant again. Wow. Yeah, so I went through the program with my second pregnancy, which was so great. As you are pregnant. Yeah. As I was pregnant. Yeah. So, you know, that's when I really was able to form those bonds with these women of the same age um, kids as me, and then have that support through my pregnancy because my anxiety did spike again throughout mm-hmm. the pregnancy. And then, unfortunately, I had a horribly traumatic experience with my second son, and we were delivered down at CHOP. And, oh, wow. um, yeah, I, I always wonder, like, would I have been okay if we hadn't had that experience, right. mm-hmm. you know? And I, I don't know, you know, it's sometimes that's not useful thinking. All yeah. I know is that I was there and I was already in the program, right? And so that's when we say when women can come to us during pregnancy, the outcome in the postpartum period is so much better. Sometimes we can't avoid having postpartum anxiety mm-hmm. or depression, but if the, the support is already in place, right, which for me it was, I got better so much faster. Yeah. And that's what you were saying about, like, the second time around, right? right? right. Like, you knew, like, okay, hey, mm-hmm. I don't feel great with June. Yeah. I'm feeling X, Y, and Z. But you knew where to reach out for help. You knew right away. You didn't wait. And Mm -hmm. so I think that for most women, we feel better faster. Yeah, it was like three weeks of it being hard. And then I was like, oh, I feel so much better. Yeah, because you knew it. You could put a name to it, right? And you were like, and also, like, I've been here before, and I know that I can get through this, right? Mm -hmm. I think is also, you know, really powerful. Mm -hmm. So after, yeah, after I, I sort of came through the program with my second, I was really in that place, you know, with two kids and working mom and what do I do and da da da. And I really felt this, this, this draw to to give back, right? To be okay. able to to say like, you know, I've been where where you have been, and and it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. So at the time, our program was growing, and um, they needed a second nurse to come on board. And, and is it, this at Mammoth Medical? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were you working at Mammoth? Yeah, I was working at Mammoth. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I ended up taking the job as the second nurse, and wow. I've been there now. I guess it's almost coming on seven years. Huh. So has the program grown yeah. this year? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we have we're we have now. We started off with just one nurse, wow. one nurse practitioner to prescribe medication, and one therapist. That's like sort of when we were there and we were in this one little room and yeah. now we're in this beautiful brand new building in Eaton Town. They 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 realized and and thank goodness that our hospital realized how important this program was, That's you awesome. know, for women. And so they they literally built a center for us and, and like had us give them our wish list. It's amazing. I love um, that. And it was really like unbelievable to see that come to fruition. Yeah. So now we have, I wanna say nine full time therapists, three or hiring having a new one come aboard, three nurse practitioners two nurses myself and Lisa we have um, art therapy massage therapy we had a therapy dog and women can come to our program all throughout pregnancy and up to one year postpartum I love that so if somebody is feeling anxious and they don't even have kids yet but they're feeling anxious they should 
seek out the program, right? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. And I wish I knew that when I was pregnant and anxious. I just yes, buried it. I buried hundred, it and stuffed it yes, away. I didn't right. even talk to my husband about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, and, and that's what we say. Like, when you know the outcomes in the postpartum period are better mm-hmm. if women if women and families can come. And I always say, I don't want to just say women because we do see families, you know. Do you see because, dads, yeah, too? Yeah, because it affects, we always say, if mom's not okay, no one's okay, yeah. right? Yes. And that's like so. That's the truth. It's so true. Yeah. It, it affects uh, the other children in the family. It affects our partners. It affects relationships with our siblings and mm-hmm. our parents mm-hmm. right you know so we do we really sort of just it's a full wraparound program which so is amazing the best way I guess to get the word out have you guys been talking to like OBGYNs and yep. tell their patients yeah absolutely um we have you know it's always like we used to say it was always like sort of like this underground movement in the beginning you know but <laughs> we really and if the OB and, and, and a lot of times sometimes it's about changing the OB's thinking mm-hmm. you know for some OB's it was oh this is a postpartum mm-hmm. issue this isn't a pregnancy mm. issue. So, because I feel like nobody ever talked about that pregnancy. It right. was just, exactly. here's your stats for the week. Yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily in New Jersey, uh, the law, thank God, is that we screen women at six weeks postpartum, right? Mm-hmm. So at least we're getting that screening here in the state of New Jersey. A lot of states don't even screen women oh. at all, right? Now we're shifting the thinking. So let's let's start asking moms in the, in the perinatal period, in the pregnancy period, you know, how are you feeling physically, but also how are you feeling me- mentally, yeah. you know, at that one-month checkup, right? So that we can catch women sooner and get them in place and have them start meeting other women. And, you know, if medication is something that is on the table, then let's start, like, you know, having her meet with our prescriber. So, you know, let's start coming up, like I said, that postpartum plan. Mm-hmm. What's our partner going to be like? What's our fa- Are we going to have someone come in and help us with... You know, all those things that add up, the laundry, the dishes, other children, right? Like that jump from from two from one to two kids sometimes feels hard. Especially the age I'm sure like yeah, if depending on I don't know how people do it with like little little ones and yeah, 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 the two under two two crowd. God bless bless. But, you know, having those conversations with women is who's going to come and, you know, is there someone I can reach out to and say, can you just come and take my three-year-old and take them to the park? Because, mm-hmm, like, yeah. I just need to nap for yeah. an hour, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. You know? So, yes, we're we're constantly trying to change that conversation with OBs. Pediatricians also. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We just had a mom the other day who called us and she said her pediatrician screened her. I love that. Which yeah. is so great. Because think about. Mine does, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah mine does as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So important. After our six-month checkup with our OB, it's sort of like. It's not six months, six weeks. I'm sorry. Mm. It's sort of like, see you later, yeah. you know? And who are we I'll seeing? I'll see you next year. Yeah. Right. Who are we seeing most? We're seeing our pediatricians mm-hmm. yeah. most, you know? Every week we go every month mm-hmm. for a checkup, mm-hmm. where some women go even more if, you know, their babies are, you know, trying to catch up on weight or whatever. So the, having the pediatrician buy in on, you know, mom is also as important as baby, yeah. right? And, and so if we can get pediatricians to, you know, really start referring and, you know, even like, you know, if, if a pediatrician has a mom who's calling every week, you know, mm, some of those yeah. signs. Yes. The anxiety know, of it. And yes. the anxiety. Yeah. That's a real, like, woo, you know, maybe we need to get this mom some support and right. this help. Because saying your baby's fine and sending yeah. you home. Right. Yeah, right? you think nice. about it like Or that. dismissing yeah. you. Just dismissing right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. It'd so, be nice if they kind of push it you know if you're not feeling well because a lot of the times you're not answering those questions truthfully either because you're ashamed yeah so it's fine if they just offer just hand you a pamphlet Mm -hmm. even you know some people don't want to talk about it but here's the information yeah and also i'm wondering do you guys work with doulas because i feel like that like you said yes everyone has this birth plan and Uh you do it naturally and no medication and then they spiral once they realize that's 
my guess is probably nine times out of ten. Yeah, it yeah, does, yeah. It's it not going to go the yeah. way that uh-huh. he right. wanted to. Yeah, and sometimes it does. Yeah, and, you know. But yes, for a lot of for a lot of families, it doesn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yes, absolutely, we do have doulas who who refer to us and sometimes That's people good. always say like how do moms get to us like mm-hmm. who how can you be referred number one you don't have to be referred by a medical physician oh that's awesome you can just okay. hear it from your mom your neighbor your girlfriend you know whatever and, and, you don't and give us have, a call do you have to have given birth at Monmouth Medical no nope. awesome no we okay. see we are um, sadly the only program in the entire state of New Jersey wow um, when you think about how many uh, the population of the state right how many women give birth um, we really feel like every hospital that has a labor and delivery program should also have this program yeah, yeah. you know so do you um, have women who come from far to we have women who come from uh, as far as Jersey City wow. and as down south as Cape May wow yeah um, like one per county would be nice right something I like know. That. Exactly. exactly and it's happening little by little we just opened up a satellite office up in Livingston okay. Yay, so no. that's really great that's because I always say like did you yeah Yeah, it's and and you know imagine if you're up that way and you're feeling scared you're feeling anxious feeling depressed and then you have to drive 45 minutes (laughs) especially if you're coming with your child who's crying in the car I didn't want to drive with a new baby well exactly that was one of my things I had panic attacks when I got in the Mm -hmm. car so that would have been luckily thank god it was in my backyard I worked there right but that would have been a huge barrier for me to get help if I had to drive a long way yeah you know and for so many women, it is or childcare. You know, mm-hmm. one of the big things is that we're a mom and baby friendly program. People always say like, "Oh, but what do I do? The baby, bring the baby, yeah. right?" Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. do you do Zoom or as well? We do also do telehealth. We really like to have all of our first appointments in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. It's exactly. It's right. important to sort of like have that rapport. Mm-hmm. It's important for the um, therapist to be able to put eyes on you yes. and for you to put eyes on them, right? Mm-hmm. Like you had mentioned, maybe sometimes you don't click, mm-hmm. you know, and then what's what happens? You stop going, right? right? So you know, a therapy relationship is, is intimate, you know? Totally. So you really need to, so that's why you really feel the importance of that, like, one-on-one, that first time, yeah. you know, in person. But yes, we do do telehealth. Okay. Also, you know, sometimes women are on bed rest. Like, if we're oh, talking about yeah. a pregnancy, right. you know, a woman who's struggling in pregnancy, we're certainly not going to make a mom, you yeah. know, come mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So, you know, our thing is, like, how can we help mom, you know, as, as best way possible? So, so telehealth, we take insurance, which is I was going to ask that, yeah. too, like, yeah. Yeah, because that's another thing you hear all the time you know maybe you call your insurance company and you get a list of two to three therapists Mm -hmm. you know and maybe they're on a wait list or maybe they don't specialize in perinatal mental health Mm because it is a specialty Mm -hmm. and so I always say you know sometimes we do have women who call us and say I've been going to therapy for like three or four months but I just don't feel better it doesn't mean that that therapist is bad it just means they don't specialize in perinatal mental health what you're looking for exactly right as I would say like you know if you're having a heart condition you're going to see a cardiologist Mm -hmm. right right? Right. you know you're having a trouble peeing you're Mm going to see a urologist right (laughs) Right. so so that's why it's a specialty and it is so important that um you know also all of our all of our therapists all of our prescribers are certified in perinatal mental health that's awesome yeah yeah Yeah. so peer group you don't need right insurance it's just a Free. Yeah, oh, it's part thing. of oh, just come. Awesome. Yeah, How yeah. Often exactly. So we now actually have a full ca- weekly calendar. We have something wow. going on one to two times a day. That's amazing. Um, so I know, like, and some, and we say, come, come, like, yeah, it's so for some great. women, you know, it's isolating. It's scary to be inside the house. So mm-hmm. if we're their safe place in those first few months, yep. and they can come to mute, we do mommy and baby music, which is like that. the best thing ever that. because bonding is also something, uh-huh. right. right? Yeah, especially you know? if you have, and my son was like this like a colicky, colicky baby he baby. cried a lot 
Yeah. But then when we would be out and about, he would be happy. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could bond and have fun with you. So he's been social since the beginning. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Loved people from the very beginning. Yeah. 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 He was only happy if we were out. Yeah. 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 I get that. I, yeah. feel that. I feel that way, too. He's an extrovert. Yes. yes. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. Right. But, yes, sometimes that bonding is hard, right? Mm-hmm. You know? and Or if a woman is feeling really depressed, sometimes it's hard for them to bond. Or if, you know, whatever the issue is. So mommy and baby music class is sort of this, like, they don't realize that they're bonding. It's this like low key, non judgmental so way, beautiful yeah. way. And we actually did a study where we asked women like some survey questions about how they felt about their connection with their baby at the beginning of the of the class series and then at the end. Wow. And the and they really felt that their their bond and their connection with their baby I love strengthened. That. That's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So Sweet. Um, and music. Yes, I know. Right. Yes. Exactly. Who and again, yeah. you're meeting other mom friends. You yeah. know, because sometimes a support group, like sometimes if I mention to a mom oh, we have these postpartum support groups. I think sometimes people feel like, Ugh. Yeah, like yeah. you know, what is what are these people gonna be like? Yeah. You know, maybe you can feel a little hokey. Yeah. yeah, you know, or they're an introvert. Um, and I would say you can come and not say a word. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. come and just participate and just sit there and be quiet and hear other women tell mm-hmm. their stories. And and that's as valuable as going and ooh, getting it all out and crying and sobbing, which is also totally fine too. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah, but. Yeah, having having that, you know, safe space. So mommy baby music class, postpartum anxiety support group. Um, we do sleep classes. Wow. We do food classes. I love that. Because these are all the things I was so anxious, anxious about. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And wow. a lot of times we're not being taught that, right? I mean, I remember my pediatrician. I love him. He's a great guy. But um, he didn't give me a lot of direction with feeding. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead and start feeding solids. And I was like, what? How? What? Yeah. When? Where? Why? Yeah, right. You know, what like, kind? Like, like how much? Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. I visi- vi- very vividly remember sobbing in the baby food aisle, being this is when uh, Babies R Us was like still a thing. And yeah. there was all that. And I was like, what are stages? Yeah. You know, yes. like, what is yeah. that? What is one stage, three stage, organic, yeah. non organic? Uh-huh. You know, like, it's there's so many choices. And yeah. if you're already anxious, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or you don't have that support, you know, that's where we come in and, and we're able to like that's provide that. So guidance. amazing that you yeah. guys have that. I yeah. love that. And it goes up to one year postpartum. You know, that's exactly. another sort of myth that sometimes women think, oh, I'm, I'm three or four months, mm-hmm. you know, postpartum. This can't be postpartum mm-hmm. depression mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah. Like I know? got it through this. Like if right. I'm, you know, the three, four month mark, I made it to here. I'm just going to bury this and not deal yes, with it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And sometimes, unfortunately, we even maybe have OBs who, who say, oh, you're way past that. You know, you've the had marker. a baby for yeah. months. That's this can't crazy. be postpartum anxiety, uh, you know? Yeah. And certain triggers also can trigger a mom from maybe feeling okay to not feeling okay, going back to work. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Huge. Mm-hmm. Stopping breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Another really big one. Maybe partner going back to work. Maybe yeah, mom yeah. felt totally okay when, you know, she had her partner there helping her out. They were tag teaming. Mm-hmm. It was feeling really great. And then they're like, see ya. And yeah. now we're suddenly alone with the baby in the house for 12 hours a yeah. day, you know? And it's Groundhog Day with yes. the newborn. Yeah. Oh, it's God. literally just over yeah. and Channel over. Channel 7 News. Yeah. Like, and I over just... again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I ended up on Channel 7 News every day. That's an interesting yeah. choice of things to watch. Yeah. Like yeah. Sesame Street and then Channel <laughs> 7 and then right. whatever else. Can, anyway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. It's a really special place. I would say it's a place that saved my life, mm-hmm. and now it really mm-hmm. has given me purpose to be able to, you know, to hear how much is expanded. I mean, yeah. literally, like makes the it's hair on my yeah. 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 yeah my arm stand yeah. up because 
finally, like it's yes. it's getting the notoriety yes. and support yep. that that should have always been there. Right. Always, yeah, right, yeah, right. Like, I'm grateful when I delivered my son. I delivered him at Jersey Shore. They did have uh, a weekly meetup group, and that was so grateful. And then yes. the moms there would do um, outside of the meetup group. Yeah. We'd go for walks. Grateful yep. for that. And I feel like that should have been the norm. And the classes, like, and I'm happy it's becoming the norm because that is yes. so important. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Like yeah. you said, having that village having that support yeah um, not feeling isolated yeah is so important do you guys you know? have a hotline also so we don't have a hotline we're open monday through friday okay Eight thirty, nine o'clock till four. Okay. Um, but we do try to return phone calls within a twenty-four hour period. Awesome. We're not a crisis program, so we always say if a, if a mom is really feeling, you know, uh, feeling like she's going to harm herself, mm-hmm. feeling like she's going to harm her baby, or a family member is really concerned like about needs a mom, more immediate attention. Right. Postpartum yeah. psychosis is a is a real it's a rare condition, but it is a real mm-hmm. condition. Uh, if you're noticing that your partner is Start, um, you know, having delusions, hearing things, seeing things, acting bizarre, then that's a medical emergency. Okay. You know, yeah. so we're always going, we, right away, we want to call 911, get yeah. to your nearest emergency yeah. room. And we also have, especially at Monmouth Medical Center, trained our emergency room staff so that they're oh, postpartum sensitive. That's awesome. You know, yeah. like we said about the, you know, feeling like you're having a heart attack. Yeah. If a mom, if a woman's coming in and you notice on her chart, oh, she's like only, you know, two or three weeks postpartum, once we clear out all those medical, making sure she's mm-hmm. cleared medically right let's start thinking this could actually really be anxiety you know yeah. so let's we've talk done to her training. about how she exactly. can get help with this exactly yeah. so um, we've trained our nurses down there we've trained our emergency room That's physicians awesome. to, to notice the signs of postpartum anxiety depression postpartum psychosis I love that. yeah and yeah. you guys work with so Monmouth medical is part of rwj, RWJ barnabas health okay yes and they have more hospitals throughout the state they too. do so like i just mentioned our satellite our satellite sister location just opens up up at livingston wow it used to be barnabas medical center it's now called like cooperman medical center but again they have they sort of are just starting out how we started so they have you know one nurse two therapists a nurse and practitioner I'm sure and yeah, yeah they just got their own um, location and yeah. so hopefully that will yeah. also grow yeah you know with leaps and bounds but we but I, to somebody's point we see you do not have to have delivered at a barnabas health medical facility we service all women yeah. you know? that's amazing yes absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. and remind me the location around so here. it's in eaton town okay right next to the monmouth mall okay. yeah big brand new building. beautiful yeah. building it's yes. all women's and children's services okay. plenty of parking very easy to get to yeah like i said amazing. mom and baby friendly and they can the best way to call like i said you don't need a referral from a medical professional to come you can call yourself your spouse can call themselves your best friend we've had a sister we've had sisters call for their Aww. sisters which always really yeah. just touches my heart mm-hmm. you know i love and that being in tune right being yes. in tune with other moms who just gave birth mm-hmm. yes yeah, right yeah. exactly yeah i really i just a couple weeks ago she said you know and she was a young mom and her sister was young too and she said my i know my sister's not okay well, yeah. i know my sister's not okay and she knows she needs help but she's not going to reach out on her own and sometimes that too that messaging of you could be telling a mom call 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 mm-hmm, call, right. call 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 but that can take so much effort yeah, and emotional the effort and the I hardest think part. That's like a fair thing to say too. Yes. Like for anyone out there listening, yeah. don't be afraid to advocate for your friends mm-hmm. or your family. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. in the end they will thank you, I'm sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. You can even make that call. And and sometimes um, you know, as long as you get permission from the mom We'll, call, we'll reach out to them, right? Yeah. So if, you know, you could say, I'm, call, I'm calling for my best friend. She really is really scared to call. She knows I'm calling, yeah. 
then we'll take her information and we'll do the reach out. Right. And the other thing is we reach out three times. Yeah. Because we know that new moms, A, are busy, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes we just can't answer the phone or we're not feeling up to it or we're taking a nap. So we do three outreaches to each mm-hmm. mom before we put them into a little file. And sometimes mm-hmm. they call back. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. they're not ready. Yeah. You know, and maybe this week okay. wasn't good. This right. week they're just bombarded and can't deal with it right, right now. But next week, they'll be ready to talk 100%. and come in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or sometimes the opposite. Maybe they're having a really good week. Yeah. And so they mean. think, oh, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, you right. know, and maybe that good week is because, you know, the weather's nice. Yeah. We've gotten mm-hmm. out. We went to a couple family Or their mom parties. came to visit exactly. for the week. I know. Yeah. 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 Something happened where they're, yeah. yes. And then yeah. next week, yeah. you know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We're always there. Mm-hmm. We're always, you know, we're always there. Can people find you on social media too? We do have um, an Instagram handle. It is PMAD underscore center and J. We'll but, be sure to tag that. As yes, yeah. absolutely. And we'll put that in our yep. notes. Yeah. And yeah. we also have, this is just for our, um, this is just for our patients in the program, but I think it's important because we talked about sort of like the detriment of social media, mm-hmm. but we do also have a closed private Facebook support group, virtual support group for our moms. And that is also really powerful too. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Right? Yes. Imagine you're up in the middle of the night, you're having a hard time breastfeeding, mm-hmm. you're crying, you're partner is sleeping in the uh-huh. bed Snoring. absolutely yeah, yeah. useless, <laughs> useless. <laughs> like useless. yes I always say we know dads are great but sometimes you know yeah. it can feel <laughs> like you're press. yes exactly <laughs> you're, I was like your useless nipples yes. um, yeah and to be able to get on to a Facebook page you know and just be like mm-hmm. Hate this. This is so hard. I'm having the worst night. This baby's been yeah. up for hours, I'm crying. My boobs hurt. Oh, you know, yeah. da, da, da. Yeah. And there's another mom who's gonna oh, reach out. Yeah. Back, back yeah. Again, about being just being validated. Like, yes. oh my god, somebody else can relate. Yes. Like, I'm not alone. Yeah. yeah. Or another mom maybe who's been in the program for a couple of months already, and she says, "Mama, it's gonna get better." Yeah. You know, you like I've been that. where you were, yeah. and I, I know how that. hard it is. Yeah. But now I've been here for four months, and I'm starting to see the breakdowns. Yeah. 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 The good days are overtaking the bad days. You know. That um, is when social media can help. Yes. Having that outreach yes. and be able to. Absolutely. Have, yeah. People connect. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. yeah. We have to give a shout out to Lisa, 100%. Lisa Terrain, who yes. started this all. It was her mastermind. Yay, Lisa. Yeah. So she was a nurse at Mama's. She was amazing. a nurse. And she also, she's very open. We're all open. A lot of us who work there have our own stories, and it's very mm-hmm. important for us to share them. And so she um, delivered in the 90s when people were not talking about mm-hmm. postpartum. She triplets. Yes. Wow. And she really triplets. not talking about Ta- it. Absolutely. Talk triplets. about a life wow. adjustment. Yeah. And oh it was just God. go home and deal with it. Suck it up, buttercup. Oh. You know? Yeah. And, and cry to so, yourself and move on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so she, this was her, her, you know, her She's like dream. a little angel. Wow. That yes. is incredible. And thank <laughs> yeah. God she had that calling. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that yep. drive And thank goodness it. that, that the, our hospital believed in her. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, and listened to her. Because you sometimes hear how hospitals and medical people could be just so rigid. Yes. And I'm happy that, that they were, you know, giving to you guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was, we're always so, so grateful for them. Grateful for her vision and grateful for them to believe in her. Yeah. To, to do so this. good. So there are more centers opening up around the country. Uh, our professional um, organization is called Postpartum Support International. Mm. And so if you're, if there are listeners who are in other states in the country and they're looking for a program, the best thing to do is to go onto their to their website. I believe it's psi.org. I will, we can hopefully tag all this. Yes, I may, be getting, that, I may <laughs> be getting that wrong. <laughs> that was Postpartum? Postpartum Support International. International. Okay. Yeah, the, shortened for PSI. Okay. And they have a whole um, section for, you know, I'm looking for help. Resources. Right? So resources. And you can find other um, programs in the country. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure, you know, people 
everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere needs this. Oh Absolutely. my god, everywhere. And it's becoming a really emerging field, yes. you know. So um, there was actually just a PSI training here in New Jersey, that which was attended by hundreds of therapists. Wow. So we got more, more, more. We want more nurses, more therapists, more nurse practitioners coming into this field yeah. to be able to help and you know, awareness. Help. Yeah. Yes. And you know, yeah. I feel like a happy mom, happy kids, happy society. Yes. Like yes. more yep. focus needs to be put on mothers, like, yes. and especially yes. new mothers. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. And thank, thank you, you so all much. for sharing your stories because it is really it's so empowering, right? To be able to know that even though our stories are all so different, it connects. It connects Absolutely. us. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? yeah. And and sharing like you know the good, the bad, the ugly, right? The yeah. good is what you post on social media. The <laughs> ugly is what you yes. keep buried to yourself, but you yeah. need to share it yes. so yes. people can know that they're not alone. Right. Yes. yes. So. Right. Because it could be really, sadly, the matter of life and death. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Yes. And it's so detrimental to your career, to your friendships, your relationships, mm-hmm. your whole life. If you like, mm-hmm. once you get better, better yourself, then everything else will fall yeah. into play. Yeah. Yes. So, so please reach out. Yes, if yes. You please do. Are struggling. Yes. yes. Our phone number at the center in Eatontown, um, if I can share it, yes. is um, 862-781-3755. Um, and like I said, we have a 24-hour turnaround period. So if you leave a message, you can call even, we've had people who've called us 12 o'clock at midnight, you know, you can hear them. They're crying on the phone. We will get back to you the next business awesome. day. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Thank you, ladies, yeah, so much. Thank you so much for, so much for coming. Oh, my this pleasure. My pleasure. It's something that's very close to my heart, and I love um, you know the community of of women and moms helping moms, which is yeah. what you know what we all have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So well, much. thank you all for listening, and you know, give us any of your feedback, any other good information that you have for other new moms out there, and stay tuned for our next episode. Bye.